Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Well, I certainly hope you enjoyed your long weekend. If you're lucky enough to get one, King's birthday might take some uh, getting used to saying out loud, but the honours list stayed much the same with some exceptional New Zealanders honoured for their services. We congratulate one and all. Rugby, you know, in terms of the sport, is usually uh, good to get a decent run, and the professor now, Sir Wayne Smith, certainly fits the bill, doesn't it? Falls into line with Sir Graham Henry, of course, and Sir Steve Hansen. It can be a little uh, longer between drinks for the racing fraternity, however, so when it uh, is their turn, it's uh, fantastic uh, that one of our greatest ever to ride a horse was made an officer of the New Zealand Order of Merit, and you'd struggle to find a single person involved in the industry who's not absolutely chuffed about that. Owen Patrick Bosson was inducted into the New Zealand Racing Hall of Fame earlier this year, and after a lifetime of Group 1s, usually pushing his body to the limits to win them, he's now re- been recognised also in the King's Birthday Honours. And he's with us on the line this morning, Opie. Uh, fantastic news. Um, uh, unbelievable uh, month it's been for you in terms of recognition, Opie. Yeah, it's, um, it has been unbelievable. Um, a little bit of a shock to get the King's Honour, but... Uh, I'm uh, very, very um, happy for it. Yeah, what does it mean to you, mate? Um, it's, it means a lot to, it's, uh, get, to be recognised for the achievements I've done in the industry and, and on a horse, and it's uh, the only job I've ever had. And, um, it's not, not really a job when you love it. Um, but, um, yeah, it's not hard to explain, really. Well, for you, Opie, in particular, though, uh, you know, most racing people have followed your uh, career f- uh, since day one. I mean, it hasn't been easy. It's not the easiest of industries to work in full-time, and it's far from the easiest job within that industry. And, you know, it, it's been battles from time to time when you've thought, well, is there something else for Opie Bosson? Uh, tell us about those, uh, how, how you've come out the end of those things and where you're at now. Yeah, I've always had a, a constant battle with the, um, with the scales, um, Always on a diet and um, trying to take off weight as quick as I can, and, and it, it, play, it plays on your mind and body. Um, but as you get a little bit older, you tend to slow down a little bit and uh, t- trying to look after the body a little bit better. And um, I'm a lot fitter than I was um, a few years ago, and um, it's paying dividends. Opie, it's Louis here, mate, and you've had lots of different motivations throughout the years with family and, and then the farm that you're still paying off, as you like to tell us, each time we catch up. But take us just behind the curtain. How close did you get to, or have you come uh, to throwing it in with that, the, the weight being the number one nemesis? Uh, there's been a few occasions. Um, I, I actually stopped riding for, say, 18 months uh, back in probably 2000 and three I played rugby for a season for Matter Matter and uh, probably wasn't good enough to get paid to play rugby so I had to go back and be a jockey 
How did you enjoy those rugby days, just by the by? Because, uh, I mean, uh, you look at uh, someone else who, who's uh, pretty noted uh, around the racing industry, Brendan McCullum. That's one of his great passions. Uh, when he gets back, he always likes uh, to play a bit of club rugby and get a bit of fellowship because it would be a different kind of fellowship to the racing industry, wouldn't it? Yeah, it is. I was, I was brought up playing rugby from about the age of five to, to when I um, pretty much started my apprenticeship. I, the boss said to me, you've either got to be a jockey or a rugby player. So, um, yeah, <laughs> I'm glad I went to the racing side. Uh, obviously, you need um, you know you need support. It's not one. You, your family's a massive uh, side of things as well. But within the industry, um, you've got relatively close association with uh, Tiakau too, Opie. Yeah, I'm lucky to have Tiakau. I started there um, when I was 14. I was probably even 13 when I was going there in my school holidays, and I'm, I moved over to Tiakau. The matter matter was Stephen Ortridge when I was 14, and done six months of school there before I started my apprenticeship and. Uh, David Ellis has been amazing to me. He's been one of my, my he's been my biggest supporter, and um, I'm, I'm lucky that I'm a retained rider for them. And I, he buys such amazing horses that I get to ride. It's a funny one with jockeys, mate, because you need the horse, but the horse needs the right rider. How do you explain it to people like myself and Smithy when we ask why you're so good? How much of it does come down to the right ride versus the rider? Um. I, I think you've got to be on the right horse at the right time, um, but it comes down to confidence as well. When you're riding, when your confidence down, you're not willing to take enough risks and stuff like that. So I'm, I'm picking a lot. Confidence is a huge thing, but um, and I, what I try and do is go out there and be relaxed and um, try and cut as many corners as I can and give my horses the easiest run, so, so they, they've got a big strong finish at the end. So, Opie, there is such a thing as form for jockeys. We hear the commentators and the and the experts such as saying, geez, going through a great patch of form. So there is such a thing, like golfers have good form, bad form. Jockeys, you'd say, have form? I, I think so, yeah. Um, as, as I said, confidence is the biggest thing and there's nothing, nothing more motivating uh, than riding winners and um, even even a maiden winner, just, it just gives you that boost for the day um, on, a, on a day out if you get a get a winner earlier on you've had a bit of practice at winning I reckon 90 group ones is the total that they seem to have for you at the moment and we'll ask about your goals in a bit what's a horse that you just you love Do you, whenever anyone asks you one of your favourites you've had a combination with what's a, a horse that you just are very very grateful to have had a partnership with Hope um, well Melody Bell was is, uh, is one of them um, not many horses have won as many Group One races as her, and, uh, and to be associated with a, a horse like her is just pretty much a dream come true for a jockey. But there's also it, it, Mongolian Khan, which is giving me my biggest winners, uh, two derbies and a Caulfield Cup. Oh yeah, yeah, of course, Mongolian Khan is an absolute beast, mate. Um, and what about days? Because I remember when Jamie was heading up to Hong Kong, was trying to, you know prize out of him what his favourite day on a racetrack was in New, in New Zealand and he actually said what's well, probably in Australia when you guys a few years back did the Tiako Shark probable double I mean that was such an amazing day I think it was Derby Day back here in New Zealand is, is that one of your favourite memories on a racetrack because I think as a punter that was just so special to watch us go over there and dominate and it must have been pretty cool because you had Brendan and Joe involved you had obviously David and Karen and it, it was just a big celebration really 
Yeah, it was um, that that was a, a remarkable day. Really, it's, it's hard to win in one group one in Australia, let alone win two in, two in one day. And um, just they, they are very very good horses too. I've been lucky to be associated with them. But my, my favourite day of racing is the Cracker Million night. Um, I just love the, how the crowd gets in behind it, and it's even better when you win them too. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> uh, Opie, have, have you ever, I mean, do you still confide? I mean, as you say, 90 group ones down the road. Um, do, you, do you still confide in other jockeys for or previous jockeys? I mean, have you have you lent on anyone and that kind of thing over the course of your career for advice, etc.? Uh, yes, I, I'm a believer. You never stop learning. Um, Still ask uh, senior riders like that. I've said I've retired now, but had had a ride a race race course and uh, that I've never ridden at. And, um, I even gave Michael Walker a ring the other day to how to ride Adelaide because I've never ridden there before. And um, yeah, I'm a great believer, and you never stop believe, uh, stop uh, learning. So, uh, Opie, let's uh, look at. Um What's on the plate for you in terms of numbers? I mean, uh, I play with one of the great numbers men in the world, Richard Hadley. He was motivated by the next the goal, and often it was might have been the next ten test matches, the next uh, fifty wickets, or whatever. What are your goals now, Opie, going forward? Because you've you've pretty much done it all. Um, I I one hundred percent want to ride a hundred group one winners. Um, hopefully, I can get that done. Quick as possible, and then um, and reassess after that. And um, after riding, I'd, 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 I'd like to give back to the industry um, some, somehow. But um, but I'm also I love the farming type farming as well. So I wouldn't mind going down that road as well. Is there one one race in particular you would still uh, that's on the agenda that you would dearly love to have on your resume? One race still to get? I'd love to win the Cox Plate. I think it's the ultimate weight for age race around, and uh, yeah, that, that, that'd be a big thrill to uh, to pull that off. I ran third on it, in it on uh, Tiakau Shark, and he drew the outside barrier and had to go back, and um, he, it was a huge run that day, so I wouldn't mind going a couple better. That was huge. Didn't you end up coming up the inside? or Was that in the Japanese mirror, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Uh, I... I, I I was pretty much talking to the people in the grandstand. That's how wide I was from the barrier. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so we had to go back, and we got a beautiful run up the inside, but would it would it be nice if we were probably four or five lengths closer in the running? Oh, I mean, that's just a... He's a marvel, wasn't he? All right, Opie, we'll let you crack on. You're, you're off for a spell, are you, on a bit of a holiday through winter, or are you going to keep riding? Um, no, we're just... Uh, family and I just at the Gold Coast now. We got here last night, so Max and I are just on the beach at the moment, so... Just enjoying a bit of sunshine, actually. Enjoy it. Enjoy it, uh, Opie. Um, we, uh, as racing fans back here in New Zealand, uh, congratulate you on all your uh, accolades that you're receiving, and uh, we know that you're, you know, you're worth every single one of them, um, but we uh, honestly don't want you to give up riding yet. So we'll, we'll be along there for those next uh, 10 Group 1s and maybe a little bit after as well. Have a, have a terrific holiday, mate. Never one better deserved. Thank you. All right. Thank you for having me.